This is a disclaimer. The Crimson Capsule Chapel is a podcast about awareness and self-development. Do not listen if you are weak-minded and easily offended. This podcast is from a red pill perspective. We go hard on 304 so you can understand their nature. Again, listen at your own discretion. Thank you and enjoy. Another episode of The Crimson Capsule Chapel. Alright? Alright. Alright, I really don't have the time. It's uh, 7.23 right now. I don't know. I'm at this job. They got something going on. I had to set up 120 chairs. When these people leave, I got to put away 120 chairs. It's a lot of shit going on for me today. But Jersey, Judah, back with another episode, another edition of the Crimson Capsule Chapel. All right. If you didn't check out the last episode, check it out. This episode, even though it's Thursday, this will be uploaded Friday. So before anybody else tells you, happy Friday. Shout out to Fridays, right? But for me, it's Thursday, busy Thursday. Uh, like I said, I had, I had to do a lot of shit today at work. Still working now, technically. I'm black. I'm on break. I took my break. But uh, what do we got, man? We don't got a long one for you. Pause. But we have something thought-provoking and meaningful. Um, I don't know if you guys heard about it, but it's a Fox uh, Fox News clip about a seventh grader. Only two genders. Shirt triggers free speech battle. And we also have, uh, what is it, LRF? LRF family? Matter of fact, let me verify that. I tend to do that. Fuck names up. I'm black. Yeah, LFR family. 
And that video is called, You Voted For This, Don't Cry Now. And I want to start off with the seventh grader. I think it's a small clip. 13, what, 13 minutes, 52 seconds total of content to go through. So we're going to try to breeze through this. Then I got a couple things to say on the flip side, and then we'll wrap it up. Welcome back. We've got a Fox and Friends exclusive now. That seventh grader is suing his school after they tried oh, to force shit. him to remove his shirt that said simply, there are only two genders. School had a problem with that. 12-year-old Liam Morrison was told to change or get out of class. After politely refusing to take off the shirt, he was sent home. Now, Liam and his family are suing his town and school for censoring his views while the school promotes the LGBT Goddamn right, man. With pride flags and posters. That's and right. Liam joins us right now from his home, screen left, along with Tyson Langhofer, who is representing him. Good morning, fellas. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having us. Okay, Liam, let's start with you. Take us back to that day in March when you wore that shirt into school. And let's start with, why did you want to wear a shirt that said there are only two genders? I wanted to wear that shirt because it was a very popular topic and I wanted to voice my opinion about it. And so by wearing the shirt you were, what happened when you showed up in school with that? When I first arrived, I was met by a lot of people commemorating me and being happy and agreeing with me for wearing the shirt. Okay, and at some point... A teacher must have uh, had an objection or because the principal eventually came up to you. And what did they tell you? Well, they told me that a lot of people were being upset by my shirt. Trigger. And that they wanted me to take it off. I understand that. So did you discuss with them? Uh, look, it says there are only two genders. There are only two genders. There are a number of gender identities now, but there are only two genders. Mm. Talk about it. Yeah, I did have a bit of a discussion with them about it after they told me to take it off. Right. But you were going to stand up for um, your right to make, you know, your First Amendment rights. So you didn't take it off. They sent you home. Who's this guy on Fox, man? He sounds like a flunky. Get him up out of here. What's wrong with this guy? But anyway, how many based individuals did you know in middle school, seventh grade? I didn't know any. I didn't care about being based. But now you got these younger kids, the younger generation, they're waking up. And they getting they getting sent home for having a shirt that has there's only two genders. What the Is he lying? Is that shirt a lie? Is that is that what they're trying to say? It doesn't exist. I want a shirt that says it's okay to be white. I want a shirt that says it's okay to be white. And it'd just be funnier because it'll, it's like the same. It's like translation of Kanye West and Candace Owens wearing the White Lives Matter shirt. That's pretty much what it would translate to, right? It's okay to be white. And just to see how bad it goes. Niggas like, what the... But, yo, the kids, the younger generation are waking up. He stood up for what he fucking believes, as he should. You understand? And the people are complaining about a seventh grader shirt. A teacher. What the? A teacher is complaining about a seventh grader shirt. First of all, that shirt doesn't promote violence. Second of all, whoever the bitch was, you know it's a woman. You know a woman pulled that, pointed that out. A woman got triggered from that. What the? Stay in your place, man. Just, just teach the fucking class. That's the problem with these teachers and these educators today. They really want to know your children, inside and out. And I hate to say it that way, but that's how it's becoming. You got a, a good amount of situations where these female teachers are having sex and even getting pregnant 
by these teenage boys. What the? Really think about it. it. It's becoming invasive the way that a lot of these teachers and educators are when it comes to the students. And just uh, the agenda, it's like the writing on the wall. Like, what more do you need to know that not only you are being indoctrinated, but a good chance that your kids are being indoctrinated? And then a couple of weeks later, you wore another shirt to school. Tell us about that one. Yeah, so it was that same there are two gender shirt, except the only two part was covered in a white piece of duct tape that said censored on it, which was more or less a symbolism for how they were censoring me. Right. And is that how you feel, like your school was censoring your First Amendment rights? Yeah, they completely blocked my ability or took away my ability to have a different opinion than they wanted me to have. Wow. Now, Tyson, you are representing uh, Liam and his family in this case. This is not about two t-shirts, is it? No, absolutely not. I mean, this is about a, a school censoring a seventh grader who just has a different viewpoint. You know, as students don't forfeit their free speech rights when they go into uh, when they step into the school. The school is talking about this issue all the time. And all Liam wanted to do was to express his opinion, which is actually shared by a lot of his classmates. So the, the shirt itself is true. There are just two <laughs> genders. Uh, there are different gender identities, as I said a moment ago. But does the school have something against that? Well, it's hard to tell because their student handbook actually says that public ed education must be available to members of both sexes. And it says that sexual harassment can't be against either gender. So, you know, the school's own communications actually support Liam's viewpoint. But what they've told him is that they, he can't express that on his shirt. And we think that's wrong. No student should ever be punished for simply peacefully sharing their view on a really important topic. Liam, I, I bet you've been tempted to wear another shirt with another message. Are you gonna? <laughs> well, if we end up being able to win that this case that we are in, I'm definitely going to be wearing it again. The same shirt? Yes, of course. Okay. I think I'd also have a new shirt uh, made that said, we won, uh, if that's what yeah. happens. Liam, thank you Corn very much. I know man, you're going to school Fox. today. Are, are these guys at Fox, man, they're really fucking up. What the? Whoever that guy is, he had as much personality as a wet paper bag. This is why, why are the viewership, they're like in crisis mode, probably at Fox. You know, they let, they let Tucker go. For what reason? I have no idea. Comparing to uh, his show or what he has on Twitter, he gets over 100 million views compared to about, I think, 10 to 30 million views on Fox. So the writing's on the wall for these people. Stop hiring machines. Hire people that really give a fuck about what's going on. These journalists and these reporters today, they all sound robotic. They sound robotic. They, they talk from the same teleprompter. They talk about the same stories. None of them really want to get their hands dirty. And there was a couple on Fox at one time. I don't know what happened with them. What the? It's damn near no different than CNN, except, you know, CNN has to be dramatic because they're just constantly feeding you propaganda and lies. So it has to be dramatic for you to still watch it. With Fox, it used to be guys who went, you know, straight to the subject. You know what I mean? What's right is right and what's wrong is wrong, but now it's becoming theatrical. I'm not liking it. Shout out to that seventh grader, though, based. May God protect him. May him be may he be a, a true influence to others to wake the fuck up. There are two genders. Just deal with it. Whatever you want to identify with, that's what you want to identify with. I don't deal with you, so I don't have to use your pronouns. I don't talk to y'all, so I don't have to do. I don't have to do all that, and I don't want to have conversations with y'all. You guys went too radical. 
you guys went way too far with this shit. So I don't want to conversate. I don't give a shit about pronouns and these these people. You know, find a cry closet, get over it. All right, that's how I look at it. Respectfully, no hate, no hate whatsoever towards these people. But I I will not sit down and conversate with these people. And these are the people, and I mean the left in general, a lot of liberals, I just will not. I just can't. Because the people that are all about tolerant, the tolerant left, you tell them you're a conservative, you tell them you're a Trump supporter, and they lose their minds. Tolerance is out of the window. It's just a front. It's just, it's just you know, a gimmick for them. What a mess. What the? Moving on. Next video. We're going through this shit, man. We got to go through it. Um, where do, What would I be left off with? Short eight minute, three, well, eight minute, 34 second clip. All right. Talking about, you know, those people who voted for that party. Florida Democrat complains the state won't have vegetable pickers once DeSantis' immigration law goes into effect. The greatest human trafficker wow. in American history, which is the Joe Biden administration. For everyone who has been um, giving me super thanks and I haven't been responding, I apologize. And I thank you for that. Things have been moving kind of fast lately. And um, and I need to get back to those comments Again, thank you so much for the support, the added support. And for everyone out there, I am starting a Locals channel as well. All right? Don't join it yet because I don't have anything over there. Right, don't join it yet. It's from Benny Johnson's show, The Benny Show. And they're talking about, what, closing the border. Okay, let's see what's up. What's up, guys? It's your boy, Benny. It's your boy. Yeah, this dude, um, he's all right. He's pretty base. He white. He got the. Uh, he got glasses. He, he does a lot of, I've caught... And I've actually played a good amount of his shorts in the beginning of a lot of my podcast episodes. So uh, he 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 has a lot of good information. Y'all should check out. Man, I love American history, and I think American history should be taught in every single school. And the good parts, the bad parts, the black eyes, the scar tissue. Every every kid should know like where America comes from and the good and bad things that have happened here, including slavery. Kids today should learn that there is a party, an entire political movement that still exists today that was completely and totally founded upon the idea that other races should pick my vegetables, should pick wow. my crops. Wow. That entire institution was protected and supported, and they actually fought a war over the right to keep that system in place. And Democrats have, I guess, not changed too much since you just saw there. They're very concerned that when laws are passed to prevent illegal criminal migrants, they are all criminals because it is criminally illegal to cross into America without being invited in and without coming in via our systems in this country. So I never looked at it that way. He's right. It's illegal to come over here without our permission to take up residence without our Nigga, I've always looked at it like that. They're illegal immigrants. The illegal part is from them being in the country unorthodized. I mean, not unorthodized. What did I say orthodox? Um, what is that word I'm looking for? I don't know. I'm black. You know what I'm saying? Like coming in here illegally, illegally, right? Um, not going through any system, but then you have certain a certain party that allows this shit to happen, and I believe it's all about the votes. Jump over a fence, you walk into anybody's backyard. That's all it is. It's our property. You walk into it. Now we have the right to shoot you. It's like you have, like, you're in my property. Why are you in my property? Hop your ass back over to the other side and go back where you came from, period. Oh, you're in my property now, and I'm now forced to take care of you because I'm a sanctuary. This is a sanctuary backyard that you hop the fence into. Nah, bruh, don't work that way. That's the part I'm trying to figure out. See, people's hearts are growing so big. All the emotions. Look at that, see that? All the feelings, all the emotions, right? No facts, zero logic. 
from something. They're afraid for, them li- for their lives. If y'all knew the type of bad things that was happening to them at the actual border, oh my gracious. Every single migrant that crosses that border has broken our laws is a felon based on laws, including immigration laws that Nancy Pelosi and Joe Biden helped write. Ladies and gentlemen, it is important to state that maybe, hey, those people shouldn't get jobs in this state. And that is exactly what Ron DeSantis has done in the state of Florida. Florida Democrats are now complaining that that has happened. Florida Democrat complains the state won't have vegetable pickers once the same <laughs> immigration law goes into effect in Washington Schultz. Ew. Learning what we've learned, guys, especially from the last episode. Like I said, once again, y'all should check it out. The inconvenient truth about the Democrats from Prager University. Shout out to Prager University. Um, Pretty much explaining the origins of the Democratic Party and how they got down in the past and how they still get down today. It really shouldn't, shouldn't surprise you, which... Also brings back what I was, what I played before uh, with Kelly Osborne, right? Um, Ozzy Osborne's daughter, who mentioned something about if Trump gets rid of all of the Mexicans, then, you know, who's going to scrub the toilets and do this and that? And I was just like, damn, that's how she really felt. And she let it be known on television and she instantly regretted it and she instantly got corrected. But that's how they really feel. They don't have cares and considerations for these people like that. Just like a lot of these white liberals don't got cares and consideration for the blacks. It's a harsh reality. It's a tough pill to swallow, but y'all grown ups, y'all can handle it. This and making some headlines. Uh, Debbie Wasserman Schultz really upset because the vegetables for the ramen noodle that makes up her hairstyle. <laughs> oh, sh- oh, shit. You know, I always said that her daggone hair looked like some ramen noodles, man. You wrong for saying that, bro. You wrong Savage. for saying that, bro. I'm mad that you even reminded me of that because I was not going to say it. And I'm mad that I'm thinking about it right now. Uh, will be more expensive, presumably, um, given the fact that legal immigrants will now have to pick them. During an interview with MSNBC, Wasserman Schultz lamented that Florida's vegetables will start rotting once the states... Well, my hair looks like a burnt Brillo pad. So, I mean, it's like, <laughs> whose hair can I really talk about here? New anti-illegal immigration law goes into effect this summer. Lawmaker responded to MSNBC, uh, hosted Senate Bill... Senate Bill... One seven one eight. The host noted in in the broadcast that the new law, which goes into effect on July one, enforces harsher penalties for transporting undocumented immigrants into Florida, uh, invalidates driver's licenses for those who can't prove their legal status, and requires hospitals that receive Medicaid to confirm patients' immigration status and allocates twelve million dollars to send migrants out of Florida. This is a very, very good thing because migrants are a massive drain on state resources because they don't pay into systems that everyone has the right to access, like the healthcare system, like the Medicaid uh, system, like welfare systems, and so on. Just using a road. How do you think the roads get paved? Your tax dollars. New law also requires some employers to use E-Verify to confirm a worker's legal status. What's so wrong about that? So, uh, Debbie Wasserman Schultz. Wow, E-Verify. Sheesh. Holy crap. Because everything is starting to go through E-Verify now. And if they can't verify them through E-Verify, a lot of companies are about to start closing down, bro. They're about to start closing down, bro. Because they're tightening tightening the belt. What can you do about it? It has to happen. When I say it has to happen, I realize that that seems a little mean to some. But here's the thing. If you're constantly allowing people to just do whatever they want to do. And I'm talking about in life, period. You're constantly allowing people to do whatever they want to do in your life. And you don't check them. You don't make it difficult for them to do it over and over and over again. They're going to continue to do it. going to take advantage of you. Word will get around that you are the person to take advantage of. More people will mm. take advantage of you. That's what's happening over and over and over and over, and over again. So they- This reminds me of like uh, the Walmarts in the areas. The Blacks. Uh, you know, the, the Walmarts that they're closing down, they're moving out of certain neighborhoods because, you know, the people come in and they fuck shit up, steal shit, do all types of fuckery. You know what I mean? And it's like they say, all right, enough's enough. 
they already losing money regardless from uh, Walmart. I, from what I remember, because at one time they just stopped going after people who were stealing. So if people st- stole something, they would have had to just look at the cameras later on. Like they couldn't they couldn't go after them or something like that. And so, of course, a lot of people were just getting away with, you know, taking shit, fucking shit up. So eventually, uh, eventually they said, hey, we can't do this anymore. We got to go. We can't serve these people. They on their own. And they and they leaving. Now, when it starts happening more and more and the people say, why is this happening? And they're not seeing the writing on the wall. That's when we have a serious problem in this country. We have conversations that folks don't want to have that would have more meaningful outcomes than the useless conversations and the useless topics like who's winning the fucking Super Bowl, the finals, whatever. What the? Meaningless shit. I have to tighten the belt in order to tell people, yo, we're not playing anymore. Sorry, party's over. We're not kicking you out of your of the country. We're not grabbing you by the neck and just sending you out, although they are some places, but at the end of the day, it's like, yo, you've been able to, to get by. And let's also use let's use our heads. We can't go to these people's country and just walk right in and start working. They these mother what? What the Mexico? Try to go try to go to Mexico. And just go to the border and be like, hey, man, I'm just an American trying to live a new life. These niggas will turn you around and don't let the cartel get their hands on you. Then it's a done deal. Then it's a done deal. See, we don't have see our country compared to other countries and people really have to understand this probably the least racist country out of every other country. When it comes to the natural melting pot outside of quote unquote uh, diversity, it's just a natural melting pot of different people, cultures, backgrounds. So if you're looking at it on the outside looking in, it's like, all right, You know, there is history. There is. But like I mentioned in the last episode, a lot of people are just being lied to anyway. A lot of the black folk. So they're easily manipulated. And by history, the history that they teach us, they're just teaching us being in chains. They didn't teach us who put us in chains, why we were in chains. Most of the African rulers put these blacks and sold these blacks to the Arabs and the Europeans. And... A lot of information shows that the Arabs treated the blacks worse than the Europeans. You know what I'm saying? And then you know about the slave trade that's still going on in Libya and in places in Africa that folks don't want to talk about. It's very like it's it's mind blowing. But some some folks in this country, they they view themselves as pro black. They're blacker than black. Right. And they have no idea, they have no awareness of self, and they have no idea and no awareness of surroundings. If you don't know what's going on with self, you won't know you won't know your surroundings. You wouldn't be able to observe it. You wouldn't be able to, to pinpoint what's right and what's wrong. You will just go with the motion. You'll just go with the crowd. And instead of being an individual, you'll be a typical sheep and a follower. What the and I got one question for those people. Are you beta male? Beta! 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 You know what I mean? How else? Because, like, look, man, it's getting to that point, man, where it's like either you're with us or you're against us type of shit, man. Like, And I've always been like that, but I've been like that on my own. So I don't, I don't, I don't really need a crowd, you know, outside of the podcast, of course. I'm black. We need listens. We need people to, you know, start sharing this shit. We're getting up there, man. I don't know how long it was ago, but I was just celebrating getting a, uh, a thousand plays. We're close to three point three point five thousand. I want to get up to five K by the end of the summer, but we're going to see. 
definitely going to be pumping out a lot of content. But it's like now, it's like now the a portion of us, the blacks, the blacks, we see what's going on, right? And like this illegal immigration shit, oh, that's racist. Nigga, get the fuck out of here. I don't want to hear it. Told you before, you go to the West Coast and you talk to, in some cases, the average Latino Californian. He's going to tell you, my family came here legally. They should come here legally, too. That's exactly what they're going to say. So it ain't about color. Mainstream media gets their hands on it. And if if I was a white saying that, oh, it would be problems. Oh, you're a racist. You start caring about what people tell you. And this is why I tell the whites, if you care, if you're not a racist and if someone calls you a racist, then that's just how they feel. Don't waste your time. Don't waste your time trying to prove to these people that you're not a racist. You know, what I mean, it's sickening. It's disgusting. It's weak. Let these people think whatever they want to think of you. As a conservative black, the coon sellout, Uncle Tom, all that Sambo shit, that'll all get thrown into the mix someday. I just won't give a fuck. I'll have little to no reaction from it. Right? It's it's simple. Like, when you... This is why I mentioned... <clears throat> I think I wanted to mention this beforehand... But I didn't get a chance to interfere to interfere. Interfere the inner fear. Right. That interfere being thought uh, doubt. Excuse me. That interfere being doubt. Well, technically thought to. Emotion. Everybody has their, you know primary objective, whatever people find that primary objective to be in life. But sometimes you got to interfere to interfere, right? Or better yet, you got to interfere to interfere. I'm black. Y'all know what I mean. Interfere the inner fear. That interfere, like I mentioned a past couple episodes ago, it can be change. Oh, change can be dramatic for people, people handle it in such a bad way. People stress out over change, the possibility of something different taking place than what you are used to. And life isn't necessarily life isn't necessarily this comfort sort of thing. You have to work. You have to sweat. You may, you may need a cry closet to cry every once in a while, like a hoe. If that's what you need, I'm just saying. But sometimes you got to interfere that interfere, that interfere, that doubt. Oh, you can't do something. You can't handle something. You got to just take things how it goes. And this is like maybe a bit stoicism, but I just wanted to mention that. I'm going to go through it a little bit more at the end of this video. Illegally for a really long time. It's time for us to start playing some defense or getting back on offense. People won't be there to pick our vegetables any longer if we institute laws in the state of Florida that actually are the federal laws for U.S. immigration. Federal laws for U.S. immigration is like super cut and dry. You're not allowed to come into this country illegally. The Congresswoman added that by driving out illegal immigrants, DeSantis is going to devastate our economy, tourism, uh, construction, and agriculture. You're going to have vegetables rotting in the field, she said. She screamed it. My God, the vegetables. Construction sites <laughs> that will lie dormant or will struggle to get workers. Nope. Actually, you'll just have workers from all around the rest of the country come and move here. Just like what happened during the pandemic when the George Floyd Marxists were going after police officers. Uh, Florida created a system where you could get a massive bonus if you were a cop and you moved to our state. So actually, no, this won't happen. Damn. There's no evidence of this ever happening in places that passed actual immigration laws. No evidence. But there is a lot of evidence of stash houses. This is an image of a stash house full of illegal immigrants in Texas. Stash houses, criminal migrants being trafficked, children being trafficked. The greatest evils on planet Earth are done by these people and are incentivized by the greatest human trafficker, in American history, which is the Joe Biden 
administration and the various individuals who work. It's wild that he called him the greatest trafficker. And <laughs> But what other president has had this many immigrants come over in mm -hmm. one term? To be fair, I haven't been watching or paying attention to other presidents before, before I started really. Well, I can tell you this much. They were not as welcoming. And by the way, for those who are slow, those who don't know about politics, this also includes Obama. Remember those cages, by the way? Let me just throw something out there. Y'all can verify this if you like. Um, remember those cages that, you know, CNN and all these other um, lamestream media zombies were out here spewing about that Trump created? Um, those cages that, you know... That, that were used for kids and all that crazy shit. Yeah, that was under the Obama. Obama administration were the ones that made that happen. Yeah. Obama was hard on immigration. Clinton was hard on immigration. Demo these Democrats at one time were hard on, uh, on immigration, but whatever happened, this shift, this sort of commie-like shift that has taken place with the left, it's... It's frightening. It's disgusting. It's terrifying. It's terrifying. Taking a deep dive into politics and whatnot. But this has to be criminal in some type of way. For Joe Biden, like Alejandro Mayorkas. So you got to impeach this. Impeach this guy. Now, please. And just a reminder that the KK. Alejandro! Okay. Was originally constituted. After the American Civil War, after the South lost, after Democrats lost the Civil War, the KKK was reconstituted in order to act as a terrorist group to overthrow Republicans. Just now. Keep that in mind. We went through that on the last episode, the Prager University video, exposing the origins of the KKK and the roots, which is the Democratic Party. My eye. Just a, a little piece of history. Wow. Did y'all see that? <laughs> there was a terrorist group put together to overthrow Republicans. <laughs> wow. Okay. Thank you, Benny Show. Thank you um, to Benny Johnson for that. The link, the original link for this video will be in the descriptions. Feel free to go over there. Check out this man's channel. All right. And that is that. It is close to 40 minutes in. I'm going to go until 8.15. I still have a lot of shit I have to put away, a lot of things that I have to do with this job. But as I mentioned before, sometimes you got to interfere the inner fear, right? Sometimes you got to take risk. Sometimes you got to stand up. Sometimes you got to speak out. And before I even thought about podcasts and I was always researching and, and, and finding out things and verifying those things. It wasn't just, you know, finding out different information and going, yeah, I'll stick to that. Like, no, I'm a I'm going to um, analyze the subject for days weeks even, sometimes even months, until I understand, like, oh, okay, this is what this is all about. And I think that's what made Trump, in my opinion, so fascinating, because if it wasn't for somebody like Trump, I would not necessarily understand the origins of this whole Republican Party, and not, not to give it much praise, because, you know, those people today are disgusting. Besides Trump and a few, maybe a few, less than a handful. I mean, a lot of these guys are rhinos, so you got to be wary of that. But what was always interesting to me, right, was number one, realizing that you are being lied to and you're being lied to for a reason. And with everything going on today, a lot of people don't know which way is up. You know what I'm saying? And on a political level, it's about time that a lot of us stand up 
and really talk about, you know, uh, what is right. You know what I'm saying? Like, what is, what, what would be helpful for us the most? It's like, um, it's like, it's like Trump, right? Or it's like what people would consider of Trump, you know, the white supremacist, the Ku Klux Klan, which by the way, the Ku Klux Klan is once again created by Democrats. So the question would be, how are the Ku Klux Klan looked at? Or how could you consider the Ku Klux Klan to be Donald Trump when Donald Trump is technically a Republican and the other side, which are the Democrats, which are the ones that point out those who are the racist, were the ones who were a part of starting this racially charged group, which is the Ku Klux Klan. But it it doesn't make sense. So just like the small, it's all the small things that I paid attention to. And then I finally came to the conclusion of, all right, this is definitely not right. Like we are definitely being lied to. And it's continuation of pointing out, they, they sit back and they point out who's the good guy, who's the bad guy, and the people follow it. <clears throat> it's like I said, you live, it's like that quote, when you live, uh, you either die young, you either die a hero young, or you live long enough to see yourself become a villain. And that's the stage where I think a lot of black Republicans are at because it's like you're out here trying to inform others and all other people have for you is insults. And some of the white liberals are the ones who in a way sick these people. They're like these these blacks are like the liberals uh, house pet. Nobody said it better than Malcolm X. So they do what they're told. So these movements, these groups, it's all it's all created on lies, right? Some of these stories are cooked up. I'm not saying the situations never happened. Y'all not going to catch me on no Alex Jones shit. I'm not saying the situations don't happen, but they make things bigger than what it really is. I'm not sure if they verified this or not, but I did hear about, um, what was it, Jordan, um, Jordan Neely, I think. If I'm not mistaken, I'm not trying to be facetious or fuck the name up. The man that died who got choked out on the subway by the former uh, vet military guy for, by the way, threatening sources say I wasn't there. So I'm just going to I'm and I don't have any emotion about it. So if people wonder, I don't have emotion. I'm not marching for people that I don't know who died. I'm sorry. I'm just realistic like that. And I felt the same way about Trayvon Martin, and I felt the same way about George Floyd. I don't know these people. I don't. What am I marching for? It's like enough's enough. But the victimhood mentality, it's it's like, it's promoted by the left. And it's promoted by these white Democrats. Not all and all and all, but most. And those of y'all that don't know the origins of the Democrat Party, y'all y'all should y'all should learn. And I know what a lot of the defense is going to be. Oh, the shift. These people switch sides. Nigga, shut the fuck up. Prove it. I want to see evidence. That's bullshit. And if the Democrats have changed so much. Why do they keep the same name that they had under creating the Ku Klux Klan? That's the question that you should probably ask yourself. If things change and everything is hunky-dory, why do these people still carry that name, the Democrats? But they'll throw a black, they'll put a black like Obama in power and they'll make you believe that everything is just fine. 
Oh, see, we elected the first black president and it's a Democrat. Okay. What was what was the drive? Because the drive of Abraham Lincoln will always outweigh the drive of Obama, period. The focus of Abraham Lincoln will always outweigh the focus of Obama, period, outside of identity politics, which most people are stuck in. You can't save everybody. And in most cases, you can't save none. You can only assist people into doing their own research and and finding out about what's really going on. And I'm not out here trying to change hearts and minds. That's that's not my, you know, it's not my field. I'm just a social commentator. You know, speaking speaking what needs to be spoken. I don't have too much time left, but I just wanted to to throw that out there, you know, this direction that I'm going. And, you know, not paying attention to as much of the BS. But just for GP, I do have a video uh, about bimbos. So I might go through a bimbo video. Just for old time's sake. You know what I mean? Just for old time's sake. If I have it on here, I probably don't. Probably deleted it. Nope. Women over 30 hits the wall and instantly regrets it. I forgot which part it is, but it's six minutes long. We might as well play that and then finally wrap the episode up. Let's talk about some toxic behavior in dating. Uh Uh-oh. So I'm dealing with this guy. Let's call it dealing. That's like an old school 90s term that many millennials... AKA, she's fucking the guy. You know what I mean? She's sleeping with the guy. That's not going to work with most men. But let's keep going will actually identify with so this guy and i have this amazing first date he is hilarious i was literally peeing myself laughing like if you're a mom you know why every time you laugh you a little bit and that was happening and although it was mortifying in my mind it was a really great thing because i have dedicated myself to laughing every day for the rest of my life god i was great so we sleep together all good mm-hmm. here's where things change so He then starts only talking about, like, the physical stuff. And I'm cool. Like, I'm down for that. No problem. But be clear about your intentions. So, By the way, this woman is overweight. I I forgot to mention that. I remember this a while back. I had downloaded this a couple days ago, I think. But this woman is overweight, and she's talking about this. So just keep that in mind as well. What I do is I start matching his energy. And I continue seeing him periodically. But at this point, we know it's only for one thing. So then... And this is the woman that doesn't realize that she given up her power that first night with him. When you fucked that guy that first night, you solidified yourself as just a, a good old time. So he got comfortable with you in a physical sense and wanted to hook up with you more on a physical sense. You think that you had the upper hand, that quote unquote matching a man's energy. You just become a hoe. You can't do what a man does. I'm sorry. He messages and he's like, hey, can I come over tonight? And I was like, actually, I have plans. I'm doing all these things during the day and then I'm busy at night. He was like, cool, cool, cool. No problem. See you later. So a few days later, he messages and he's like, actually, like questioning me and my intentions. And at this point, I'm like, no, bro, like, you're not going to show up here and suddenly question what I'm doing in my moral code, because you were giving off the energy that you were only looking for one thing. So he's you gave up that one thing. Once again, I'm done. Never mind. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not doing this. I can't. I'm sorry, guys. I'm really done with that. What's this like false bravado of a woman? Like, it's just sickening. Like you gave up something that you're you're like you already gave it up. Oh, now oh you acting like you busy. Oh, I'm doing this and that. And the guy said, "All right, cool." He don't give a fuck about you like that. You care about him like that, which is why you're making a video about him. I can guarantee you a few things. One, he's not a making a video and replying. You're not the best pick. She's like 50 pounds overweight, guys. And I'm not trying to be funny when I say this, but you're nothing special. And you probably weren't nothing special to begin with, 
which is why you just gave yourself up on the first night. Oh, the guy was funny, made you laugh. Okay, you fuck him. And then you get upset when a guy goes, in his mind, it's like, oh, she's giving it up. All right, cool. That's one way of looking at it. But then on the other hand, it's like, uh, is this relationship material? I mean, she did give it up the first night. That's just how it is. I know it's fucked up, but that's the reality of it. Right? But don't give off that impression that, you know, you're high and mighty. Get the fuck out of here. Shit always bothers me. The high and mighty routine, right? It's a fucking joke. Realistically speaking, it's a joke. It's like these guys who are emotional and pathetic. When a woman that they like don't like them back and how, like, weak they are and, you know, they can't eat. They don't want to talk to nobody. They got to shake that off, man. You got to interfere to interfere. Uh, that bitch, all right, she she downplayed you? Okay. Move on. It's easier said than done, of course, but, you know, everybody's been through it. Most of these guys out here talking this red pill shit, yeah, they've been fucked over in the past. Now, they play a role, they play a character, and they don't talk about those things, and I find that to be phony and weak. A person who's dealt with something already doesn't mind talking about it, right? Not not to necessarily vent, but just to inform others and maybe men that are possibly going through the same thing that, you know, it is what it is. You know, men aren't impervious to pain as much as women would like to believe that men are impervious to pain. It's not the case. It's just what I've said before, a lot of men suffer in silence and women suffer in surround sound. It can be the smallest complaint, but somebody's going to listen to them. And the men who are struggling, the men who have conflict, they know that they're better off keeping whatever they have to themselves and just getting through it. Not, Not getting caught up with the emotion, just let it be, whatever it is, just let it happen. That's how most men have gotten through throughout history. But today, it's just all about these women claiming that they want sensitive guys and they want these guys who are emotional and weak minded so they can really take advantage of them, manipulate them and gaslight them. I'm just saying. We went from politics to red pill. I mean, this is kind of this is kind of the routine right now anyway, right? It's kind of the routine. We're close to an hour. Um, I technically have like two hours to do everything that I need to do. So I think I'm getting ready to wrap this shit up, man, because it is Thursday and uh, it's been a slow fucking week. And I've been working repeatedly constantly and it's just been a slow week but anyway as i always say and by the way happy friday because this is for friday even though it's thursday night i'm black jersey judah with another episode another edition of the crimson capsule chapel i'm signing out peace